Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome, welcome everyone to episode 104 of the Retire With Confidence podcast. My name is Nick Hopwood. And I'm Jim Pilot. And today we're gonna to be talking about uh, the peak, <clears throat> what do we say, the uh, state of the union, Yeah. right? There you go, yeah. But first, you know, I got in trouble for not shaving for so long, Uh huh. but I got a haircut yesterday. Yeah. And she trimmed my beard. Oh. And I, I didn't say anything, and she said, what'd you do? She likes it. She noticed, huh? Yeah, she noticed. Okay, she liked, she's she warming said, up to it. Yeah, I was getting all kinds of threats. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> so now maybe it's manageable. Yeah. So maybe every few weeks. Maybe that's the key, right? Yeah, I was trying to trim you know, on my own, but I was afraid yeah. I was gonna mess it up. Like my other friend, Jim, Mm-hmm. He said he botched it and had to shave the whole thing. Oh, up. start over, huh? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of time goes into building that. You don't want to reset. So wait, before we get into the State of the Union, uh, we had a you know case study that we want to talk about where we have we have a small business owner mm-hmm. who is a like a you know one man shop, mm-hmm. right? And they're able to work from home, which is amazing. Yeah, this day and age, right? No employees, but you know, maxing out on hours, right? Like mm-hmm. 45, 50 hours a week. Right. It's hard to push higher than that. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that some people do, but uh, you know, if we want to grow the firm, right? How? What are our options at that point if we're already at 50 hours? Yeah, if you can't work more, you got to figure out either make more or spend less. And we have <laughs> a skill set here that's very unique. Mm-hmm. That uh, with I don't know 20 years of experience. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about, well, what are the rates that you're charging? Mm-hmm. You know, everyone needs a coach, okay? I have a coach, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, my wife tells me what to do, and I have a coach for business. So <laughs> that's two coaches. A paid unpaid coach, huh? Two coaches, <laughs> and, you know, I, I, th- I think, you know, you, you know, and we're coaches, right? Mm-hmm. We're financial coaches. But everything that I learned from my coach, you know, we're able to kind of use in a conversation like this about small business coaching. Mm-hmm. Well, what if this business owner w- was able to uh, to raise their rates because they're kind of undercharging, mm-hmm. right? Well, now we're able to uh, fund a 401k. Now we're able to a- accelerate the mortgage, right. right? Otherwise, you know, you're working forever. Mm-hmm. Right? So we have to find ways to save money and pay down debt and the, you know, the business income is the vehicle, right? Your income is the vehicle to be able to do those things. But if it's stalled or if it's capped out, mm-hmm. right, we have to get creative. Right. You have to think, yeah, think beyond what, what you know, comes to mind first, right? And, and a big part of that in this situation was helping understand the value, right? Like you said, this, right. this person had a valuable skill set that was irreplaceable, right? And had a couple of stories to share with us of, of how uh, they, they really took those, took other businesses they worked with to the next level. And, and it's important that you realize that value that you provide to people and not sell yourself short. And, and to have that confidence. Right. Confidence is the big thing, right? Cause in, 
you know, in our, in our mind, right? You think, well, if I raise prices, all my clients are going to leave, right? But that's in our head, yeah. you know, and, it's, and sometimes it takes that coach, right? And somebody to bring that out and say, I think you, you're providing more value than you, than you realize you are. And I think that you need to be compensated accordingly. Yeah. So this is just one small example of where we, we can, you know, can share, shed some light with what we see with uh, all of our other clients, right, and a lot of small business owners, helping them understand um, how to excel their, accelerate their career. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of people where it's like, man, you just, you need to make more money. Mm-hmm. If you want these goals, you have to make more money. Yeah. Right, and that might sound, I don't know, mean or rude, I don't know. Right. But it's numbers, that's it, okay? Yep, absolutely. So, so if you, continue making what you are, you're simply unable to reach these goals unless you work much longer than you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other thing that was interesting with this client is is that they felt like they were charging this specific hourly rate, but when you kind of did the math on it and realized how many hours they were working versus what they were charging, it actually came in lower Slippage. than they felt like they were charging. Yeah, so it's important to realize you know the amount of work and time and energy that you, you commit to these uh, things. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So on to the State of the Union. Okay. A couple of years ago I did this and I don't know, I know we skipped last year. I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that we have Ashley, we are mm-hmm. here every two weeks. Yeah. And we cut two or three every two weeks. Yep. That's why we have the same clothes on often. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people just went, oh, now I get it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let the cat out of the bag. Right, right. But we have an inventory and we're committed to amazing content. Yeah, making sure we're just providing information uh, to our clients, right? Right. So last year, 2020, uh, kind of looking at the vitals, okay? One thing that we like to measure are new clients coming in mm-hmm. and the number was 41, which is, it's like been 40 to 44, like the last three or four years, which mm-hmm. is a lot. That's a pretty good number of household. Yeah, a new, it's almost, what, almost every week you got a new household uh, to onboard, yeah? Yep, so that's a good number. Mm-hmm. Um, how about lost clients? We have one, mm-hmm. okay? So it comes out to about a 99.75% retention rate, which I'm really proud of, okay? Yeah, that's I'm really very proud of that. Exciting, yeah. And you know, the one lost client, I don't want to like diminish that or whatever, but it was a unique circumstance. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm kind of surprised it took this long. Yeah, <laughs> I expect it. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, great. And, uh, you know, I don't want to get too specific, but it was a very unique case. And um, it's not like a normal situation. Okay. Right. So, so I don't even worry about that, really. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's okay. Another great thing. Uh, for 2020 is we'd look at uh, assets under management mm-hmm. and we crossed over 200 million yeah that's in, exciting. I think it was in December mm-hmm. you know the market's been great yeah at a time where right earlier in the year we wouldn't we wouldn't had an idea where we'd be at that point right with a looming election and all these these unknowns right for, mm-hmm. for us to to advance past that 200 million mark I mean November was like the best month of my career yeah okay and the fourth quarter was one of the best quarters. So we had that tailwind, mm-hmm. right, where all the clients' assets are growing. But we also brought in 22 million in 
people bringing more money in. Mm -hmm. Okay, so new clients bring in new money, but also existing clients bring in new money. And one of the measurements are how much of the, how much of the new money that came in came from existing clients. Mm -hmm. It was about 50%, which is very good mm -hmm. in terms of telling us that people continue to have confidence in our work. Yeah, no, that's true. It's a good, it's a, it's a good way to look at it, and it's reassuring that they continue to be happy and they continue to, to come to us with, with these things. Another thing that I'm proud of is how we navigated you know, the pandemic, mm -hmm. right? We look at March, which was the worst month of my career mm -hmm. in, you know, in 20 years. I mean, it was actually worse than September <clears throat> of 08. Yeah. Which is hard to imagine. I yeah. never thought that we'd see a September <laughs> of 08 again. Yeah, but the speed with which the market sold off was, it truly was historic. It was unbelievable. And how many people bailed? You know, that, that was what was really encouraging is I feel like the education we provided kept people from, from shooting themselves in the foot and jumping mm -hmm. out at the wrong time. We had a few people want to go a little bit cons more conservative, but it was really an on the margin, right? It wasn't a, mm -hmm. whole, a whole thing. It was, let's just take a step or two back to be more conservative. Yeah, sometimes I say, let's make, a, let's make a, a decision on the margin. They're like, I don't have a margin account. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, just, you know, tighten the belt one notch. That's right. what I mean, like a marginal yeah, choice. Yeah, that's a good illustration. Like, you know, you, um, you make it, you taper a little bit. You make a small choice, mm -hmm. okay? And oftentimes that will scratch the itch that you feel, right? Makes yeah. you feel a little better. You, and you're not shooting yourself in the foot mm -hmm. or disrupting your long-term financial plan. Okay? Yeah. So when we measure, when we look at, you know, coaching through there, I'm very proud of the coaching that we did and proud of the coaching that you did. And when we, uh, when we think about that, I can only think of like three people, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe four. Yeah. Um, but, um, but everyone did great. Um, mm -hmm. You have anything yeah, else? Yeah, no, I mean, and just looking back, I, you know, I feel, uh, I'm happy with the way that we were able to kind of be really proactive with trying to provide information to our clients, right? And we had a couple of really good podcasts, I think, that turned out to be pretty timely, right? We were able mm -hmm. to comment on the market. They had um, a lot of viewers saw them, right? So I think our message was getting out there for people to, to see, and hopefully that gave some, some peace of mind uh, during an uncertain and difficult time. I think that one had like 10 million views. It was probably 10, 12, something 10 like or that. 12. Yeah. Pretty good, yeah. right? Breaking servers. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, one more thing. Um, as I, and we were talking about this yesterday, as I reflect on the 35% drop, as painful as it was, and as emotional mm -hmm. as I felt as a human, because I'm seeing our clients lose money, I'm losing money, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone, it's just a disaster. Mm -hmm. Having experienced the 1999 and 2008 meltdowns, even though I felt all the pain all over again, right? It, I believe, made us, it, it made me a better coach. Mm -hmm. It made me able to communicate and have the confidence that this is no different. It's a different cause. Mm -hmm. The effect is the same. Yeah. Okay. And it's just the way the markets are. Nothing new. Okay. Yeah. It gave me the confidence that our approach would work. 
Yeah, that's great. That's great hindsight, or uh, you know, re being able to reflect right on those situations to learn from them and to grow as an advisor through them. That's really that's yeah, good. personal growth and development. Right. Mm -hmm. But with that said, I never guessed we'd have we'd be where we are today. I never would have imagined. Yeah. But we'd have learned that the speed of the decline is highly correlated with the speed of the recovery. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like we said a minute ago, quickest drop, mm -hmm. quickest recovery. Right. And it's also further evidence of how difficult market timing is, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, nobody knew it was coming and nobody knew how quick it would come back. It, it, you know, that's why we stay the course. Yeah. So with all these new clients we're bringing in, right? Uh, growing, you know, obviously we tripled the office space mm -hmm. and, but now we have more people coming on, right? Mm -hmm. So last summer we had Preston as our summer intern mm -hmm. and yeah, I really like him. I think that it worked out very well for everyone. Mm -hmm. So he's coming back full time after he graduates in May, April, May. Yeah. So we have one more and he's going to be, uh, you know, getting licensed and with the program at Central, they take you through uh, CFP prep, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, his goal is to be a CFP, right? You know, Jim's taking the CFP classes. Mm -hmm. So soon enough, Jim will have that too. So we'll have three CFPs, three advisors, a fantastic team all together. Uh, we also have another intern that we've hired for this summer. Mm -hmm. So this summer, you know, we're going to have to practice the social distancing a little more, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, right now we have four people in the office with 3,000 square feet, but we're going to jump to six. So Adam will be starting this summer as well. Yeah. And he is a, he's, He's finishing his uh, undergraduate at Michigan right now, mm -hmm. but then he's going into grad school in the, in the fall. Mm -hmm. So this summer will be an internship between undergrad and grad. Yep. Yeah, and he thinks he wants to head down the path of being an advisor and mm -hmm. was excited at the opportunity to, to learn more about that, seeing yep. the behind the scenes. So we're adding you know, human capital mm -hmm. right, to help serve the needs of more people. Uh, also, software. We, lev we leverage mm -hmm. software, I, I think, pretty good, very well. Yeah, I think I've told a couple of people this, but I think one of the, one of the things from our seat anyway, that uh, really great things that came out of the pandemic was it kind of forced us to, to use Zoom, right, or other or, or programs like that, right, video conferencing or video meetings. Um, and it kind of opened our eyes to that as an opportunity, right? There's a lot of times where we can meet with clients in that format rather than everybody, you know, working to get to the office, fighting traffic and all that stuff. Sometimes it can be accomplished through through that technology. Speaking of Zoom, okay, I have a lot of advisor friends mm -hmm. and many of them were shut down for months. Mm -hmm. Okay, we never shut down. Yeah. And we were here every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud of that too. Absolutely, yeah, I felt like, you know, there was, we were here every day and, and when we weren't, you know, we had the tools to use, right? We had the Zoom, we're always accessible by phone and those things, so. And, I, and I'll add, no known cases from the Peak family. Yeah. Zero contact tracing issues. They've reached out to us not once, the CDC, anybody. That's right. <laughs> uh, so um, yes, Zoom has been very good, right? Mm -hmm. We were testing, we tested another tool, but we, you know, Zoom is fantastic. Mm -hmm. We also have a new software plan that we have been using in 2020 and beyond which helps us with the, you know, the Roth IRA conversions. Mm -hmm. So if, you, if we have your tax return, we can uh, evaluate very quickly and easily what it will cost 
if you want to do a conversion this year, assuming everything else stays the same. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go back and forth with the CPA. And, you know, the most frustrating thing is when a client has a CPA and they're shut down for the summer. Not like pandemic <laughs> shutdown, but like they don't answer their phone. Right. <laughs> and they don't have voicemail set up. Yeah. Right. And their voicemail and their email is like at AOL. Mm-hmm. Like this guy is out to lunch. <laughs> Literally yeah. cannot reach him. You know? Right. So if we have the tax return, we can, you know, the official financial advisor languages, we can't give tax advice. Look, I'm here to help you mm-hmm. talk about taxes. Yeah, and we can talk about it and we can, you know, use the program, run all the numbers, and then have a decent idea of what it looks like and then always confirm with the CPA too, right? That's right. But yeah, I think that's an exciting tool, right? Especially, I think there's a lot of reasons to think that taxes could go up over time. There's a lot of reasons to think that if there's an opportunity to convert some of that IRA money into Roth money at a really uh, favorable tax rate, um, it's worth exploring for sure. And this tool has definitely given us uh, what we need to, to analyze that quick and easy. Think of a young retiree who has a joint brokerage account and an IRA, mm-hmm. right? And they're saying, well, should we take it from the IRA or from the trust or from the joint? We can model that as well and mm-hmm. say, well, look, if you take the first 10,000 from the IRA, you're only paying 12% on that. But beyond that, we should take it from the trust. Yeah, That's an exciting yeah, use as is. well. 99% of advisors would never even think of that, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure you're right. I think, yeah. okay. perhaps. Let me put all these dis- Plus quali- or not. Yeah, right. <laughs> a lot of qualifying words maybe should go in front of that. <laughs> okay, oh, also peak income conductor, right? Mm-hmm. So more and more people are identifying with the philosophy of the bucket strategy, mm-hmm. right? Where I wanna have a, uh, my timeline of income needs lined up with my investment risk. So Peak Income Conductor, I think, does a fantastic job illustrating that point. And every time we talk about it with people, they really seem to like it. Yeah, and we've done some podcasts on Income Conductor. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't, you know, if not familiar with it, but basically, yeah, it allows us to make sure the money that we need for our next, you know, couple income years is allocated properly and efficiently so that we know it'll be there when we need it. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of covers everything I had on my list except for one more point, okay? For people that do come in, right, we've implemented additional cleaning policies Mm. and procedures, including the governor's mandate where we have to clean our desk twice a day. Mine's never been so clean. I know. Sparkles. I noticed that. <laughs> but morning and night, you got to clean that desk with white. Uh, anything else that you want to add? Uh, you know, I just anytime we, we kind of talk about a year in review, it just leads me back to thanking the clients and appreciating them for their, uh, you know, commitment to us and trusting us and uh, through to, hand, help, to help them through all these wild storms that we see from time to time. Yeah, and, and one piggyback on that, one point on that, uh, out of 41 new clients, more than half referrals. Yeah. All right, so we do, we are grateful. Yeah, we're grateful yes. for the referrals. They really mm-hmm. are, I mean, it's cliche, right? But it's it's the greatest compliment we can receive, right? But it really is, you know, for people that trust in our work to, to send someone else to us is, is greatly appreciated. Absolutely. So there you have it. The State of the Union is strong. Yeah, things have been good. Uh, 
and the clothes. Uh, let's see if I can do as good as you did last <laughs> time. So, um, if you would like a second opinion about your portfolio or your financial plan, please reach out to us at peakwm.com. You can schedule an appointment online. We look forward to hearing from you, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.